Hallelujah. Come on, let's magnify the Lord together. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. You're wonderful. You're marvelous. We're thankful for your touch, for your strength. Thankful to know you, to be a part, to be a part of our lives. Hallelujah. We want to go to the Lord in prayer. We want to ask the Lord's touch, his strength. His anointing, His power to help us and give us strength today. If you have a need in your life, why don't you lift up your hand represent that need. Hallelujah. Now all together, if we can lift our hearts and lift our voices and take our time and just call upon the name of the Lord together. Pray and ask God to help us. Ask God to strengthen us. Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, lift your voice. Lift your heart. Lord, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. None like you, Jesus. None like you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise tonight, Lord. You are wonderful. You are glorious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not worthy of your goodness not worthy of your love Lord but we're thankful we're thankful God for all of your blessings for every good and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights and whom is no bearableness neither shadow of turning Lord we, we give you all the praise we give you all the glory we love you Jesus we love you Lord thank you for an opportunity for life and breath an opportunity to be in your house and to worship you together with people of like precious faith to worship you in spirit and in truth we love you Jesus God we pray for every need that's gathered Lord hands that were upraised individual needs and lives we pray God for sister Betty in the hospital right now that you touch her heal her body lift her up raise her up right now touch her body physically touch her spirit emotionally God right now in the name of the Lord the name of the Lord needs God just touch and minister add to your church daily such as should be saved help us to draw closer to you Lord to draw nigh unto God that you would draw nigh unto us we love you, we praise you, we thank you. In the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Could we give him one more hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you turn to a couple, maybe give a high five, a fist bump. Maybe just somebody decide you say, hey, I'm glad to be worshiping next to you tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And you may be seated. What a wonderful time we had this past weekend with, with Friends Day and just one service this past weekend. This Sunday we'll go back to the 9 o'clock as well as the 11, the 9 a.m. and the 11 on Sunday. And we're thankful how the Lord is continuing, continuing to bless. Small group leaders continue to meet with your group. God bless you for your efforts. God bless you for your efforts. And uh, thank you for being here in the house tonight. You are some of the best people in all of the world. Look around, look around, look around. Look at your neighbor. Tell, tell your neighbor, that's you. That's you. You are some, right here in this house tonight, some of the best people in all the world. Look at somebody else and smile at them and say, that's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. Some of the best in all the world. We love you and appreciate you and are thankful, 
thankful to the Lord for each one, each one of you. God is so good. And again, thank you to all those that made made uh, the Friends Day this past Sunday such a such a wonderful wonderful event and a successful successful day. Many visitors and guests and. And a lot of people were out of town, so if we had all of our folks, then we would have had, we would have had that, that big crowd that we usually do. It was a little bit off, a little bit off of what our friends' days usually are, but, but uh, uh, the fun was not off, and the, the food was not off, and the, the, uh, the camaraderie or the friendship and the fellowship and all of that is just a good, good thing. Good connections were made, and we're thankful Thankful to the Lord for that. If you have to give tonight, you can give by way of cash or check, of course, in the offering bucket in the back. And then a text to give uh, online, clcsugarland.com. God loveth a, what's the Bible say? Cheerful giver. So give and be cheerful about it. Not begrudgingly, not, not like it's something that you don't want to do and just have to do, but be cheerful about it. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen. Again, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. as well as 11 a.m. And looking forward to what the Lord has in store. But here tonight, here tonight, I'm going to bring forth the subject. I'm going to borrow, borrow a little, a little uh, uh, saying from, from uh, uh, a shoe manufacturer. And uh, uh, title tonight will be Just Do It. Just do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. Just do it. Theodore Roosevelt said, in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. Somebody say, I agree with that. In any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. He goes on to say, the next best thing you can do is the wrong thing. Think about that. The best thing you can do is the right thing, and the, next, and the next best thing you can do is the wrong thing, and the worst thing you can do is nothing. The worst thing you can do is nothing. Joshua and Israel set the battle in array against the five kings of the Amorites. It was a heated and contested battle. The Lord was... With Israel, God fought with Israel. Hailstones rained down from heaven and slew more of the Amorites than Israel killed with the sword. The battle was not yet won, though, however, and, and the sun was going down. The enemy would soon be saved by darkness, and then another day would dawn to fight again. And that is the setting of this in famous statement in Joshua chapter number 10 and verse 12 through 14. The verse says, beginning at 12 from the King James Version, Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. Verse 13 says, and the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Jashar? Verse 13 goes on to say, so the sun stood still 
in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about a whole day. Verse 14 goes on to say, and there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. The Lord hearkened to the voice of a man, the scripture says, and the Lord fought for Israel. Joshua said, Son, stand thou still. Son, stand thou still. It's factual that the sun has always stood still. If you didn't know it, it's a science lesson back in elementary, elementary school. The sun has always stood still. We might say how little Joshua knew, but he knew his God. Somebody say amen. He knew that God had promised to go before his people to fight their battles and give them victory. And in this battle, he saw victory within his grasp. But time was running out as the sun was setting. And if he didn't conquer the enemy before dark, they would regroup and attack Israel the very next day. And knowing that his God has power and knowing his God and his God's promises to his people, he called out to God for help. And in the presence of all of Israel, he commanded the sun to stand still. But again, the sun was already standing still, Joshua. It's the earth that moves around. It's the earth that rotates, not the sun. The earth rotates around the sun. Or, 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 so why didn't Joshua simply cry out, Earth, quit moving. Earth, slow down, spinning on your axis so to allow us to prolong time. Joshua had no idea that his command slowed down 6.6 sextillion tons of spinning gravel and water to give Israel victory over her enemies. But Joshua did know something about his God. And God honored the spirit of his request. Just do it. You've got to do something. You've got to do something. Obviously, the right thing is the best thing. But sometimes, the next best thing may be the wrong thing. And the worst thing is to do nothing. The worst thing you can do is just simply do nothing. Successful author and businessman, Richard Fenton writes this. He says, years ago when I first started working for my father, he says, in the automobile business, I, I was given an important assignment of writing uh, an ad for the Automotive Fleet magazine. And when I sat down with a pen and paper, two emotions coursed through my veins. He goes on to say, excitement was one of those uh, and abject fear the other. Excitement because I, I love to write and I love to create. And fear because I didn't want to mess up. Several days later, my dad, he goes on to say, asked me how the ad was coming along. And I said I hadn't started it because I was afraid. And he said, listen, the ad deadline is tomorrow. So do something even if it's wrong. 
The man goes on to say, I was blown away. I, 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 I just, did I just hear right? Yes. Uh, then he continued by saying, if it doesn't work, we'll just try something else next month. Uh, even the ads created by the guys at the, at the big agencies in New York fail most of the time is what he said. Uh, he said, I had just learned one of the greatest lessons uh, of my just uh, starting career. He goes on to say, Fast forward some 40 years later, his wife and he, co-author and business partner, his wife Andrea and him had a thriving business. And the vast majority of things, he goes on to say, we tried, did not work. Case in point, just this week, he said, I saw an article entitled, 10 Dumb Ways Not to, 10 Dumb Ways to Start a Business and Waste a Ton of Money at the Same Time. He says, Fenton says, as he read the article, all I could do is smile because we had done every single one of the things on that list. Uh, the article concluded by saying, uh, and I quote, if you do these things, your business is, is practically guaranteed to fail, end quote. Uh, and, and Fenton goes on to say the author was right, uh, and yet he was very wrong. Yes, we failed a lot. But each failure taught us something that when corrected and led, that led us eventually to success. Want to move forward in business, he says. Want to succeed. If my dad were here, he says, he'd tell you what he told me 40 plus years ago. Do something even if it's wrong. Now, I don't necessarily 100% agree with that. I believe there are some wrong things that you do not want to do. But when you're trying and when you're making effort, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to skin up your knees. It's like a child learning to walk. You're going to have some bumps and bruises. You're going to fall down every now and then. You're going to make some wrong decisions. But get up. Get up. Try again. Just like when you fall. The Bible says, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. For when I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, uh, the Lord will be a light unto me. Do something. Do something. Psalms chapter 100, beginning at verse 1, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Verse 2, Serve the Lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know ye that the lord he is god it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves we are his people and the sheep of his pasture enter into his gates with thanksgiving enter into his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name verse 5 says for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth in endureth to all generations. Somebody say amen if you believe that. We love to talk about revival. We love to talk about entering into the gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. We love talking about how the Spirit of God moves and touches people's lives. We love to talk about healing and still believe that God is a healer. If you're in the house and you believe God can heal, say amen. If you still believe God is a deliverer, say amen. amen. If you still believe God fills with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, say amen. amen. If you still believe God forgives of sin, say amen. amen. 
So we still believe that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or even think according to the power that worketh in us. We love to talk about the blessings of God that rest upon God's people. That God will make your life better. That God will make a difference in your life. And all of that is absolutely real and it's absolutely true. But we sort of tune out when we begin talking about serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. We tune out just a little bit. And I've even heard people say, nobody here of course, but I've heard people say, people say they want to be used and they really, what they really want to do is is they want to be displayed, not used displayed they want to be seen and folks christian life needs continually more people to step up and be willing to be used by god god's way not necessarily our way somebody say amen When we say, God, I want you to use me, we need to mean it. We think of it as glamorous, and then we start doing a bunch of stuff, and we start getting tired, and maybe even burned out of working. And I've heard it said, they're just using me. They never come to the realization, wait, that's what I asked God for in the first place, that he would use me. God, I understand you have a plan. I understand you have a purpose for my life. I trust that your plan for my life is better than my plan for my own life. I will serve you. And not just serve you. God doesn't want us just to do something. God wants us to do it with a right spirit. God just doesn't just love a giver. The Lord loveth a cheerful giver we don't just serve the lord we serve the lord with gladness somebody say amen attending church is not necessarily serving the lord it's a good practice it's a habit the writer of hebrews said not to forsake the assembling of yourselves together a lot of people do but he said don't do it it's an important thing attending service and church is an important thing and we need to do that God will bless your faithfulness to his house we call it church service but it's not really service unless you're actually serving For some, it's worship, and that's good. But if you don't worship, it's not worship either. For a lot of people, it's a gathering, and a gathering is good. Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves. Serving the Lord indicates actually doing something for the Lord, literally serving the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 1 says, We then... As workers together, turn to your name and say, we're workers together. We then, as workers together with him, beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. We work together with God. We serve the Lord. We've got to get to work. What are you doing for God? What have you been doing for the Lord? What are you doing to make things better? How committed are you to that? What have you done lately? The third step in our vision steps is grow. 
vine, belong, grow, serve. Grow, that third step, among other things, we want you to discover purpose. It's hard to grow in God if you haven't fit into your niche, into your notch, into your 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 uh, uh, gifting, discovering your purpose in the kingdom of God. Some people say, well, well, I'm praying for God's will. I, I, I'm praying for God's direction, and that's fine. Sometimes uh, the perfect will of God for your life is for you to fast uh, and for you to pray uh, and for you to seek God. God won't hide his will from you he's not hiding it from you if you seek God you will find him God won't hide his will from you I can tell you from his word that reaching people for the kingdom of God leading people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ is his will the Bible says it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Why are we trying to plug people into their purpose? Again, find, belong, grow, serve. Why two morning services? Why a nine and an 11? Why small groups? Why a baptism Sunday where we baptized seven in the saving name of Jesus Christ two Sundays ago? Because heaven and hell are real. Why do we do these things? Why do we add services? Why do we give of ourselves? Because heaven and hell are real. And people are going to one of those two places. One of those two places. Every individual upon the face of this earth will end up at one of those two places places God has a plan God has a purpose for your life and that involves his kingdom you are divinely placed here for God's purpose so do something come come on just do it somebody give the Lord a hand clap <laughs> find something to do even if it's not the perfect spot for you at first we want to add to our teams two services provided more opportunities to serve for more people, more media people, more camera people, more production people, more small group leaders. We, we've had a good spring semester and it's coming to a close. We'll have a short uh, summer semester in July. We've got some time to think about what you want or what you want to do. Do something. Uh, do something. Uh, you, you, you say, well, I've never done that. Uh, God may want you to do something that you've never done before and then maybe he'll show you something that you've never seen before parking attendees uh, ushers greeters uh, people that are friendly and hospitable are always needed outreach marketing uh, follow-up on and on nursery class uh, just do it just do it. Again, what a friend's day we had this past Sunday. And thanks to all who stepped up and made it a success. Let's give all of them a hand right now. But let's keep going. Let's keep getting busy and, and do something. You don't have to have everything figured out. You don't have to have to know the A through the Z and dot all the I's and cross all the T's. There is a place for you somewhere. Understand that God doesn't need our participation. He gets it done without us. He's God. And that's that. 
He has a different view. He, he doesn't need a thing. And we can't add anything to his, his greatness. God doesn't see nothing like, like we see it. Some folks say, you know what, I have nothing to offer. God doesn't see nothing like, like we see it. He, he doesn't see anything like us, but, but he sure doesn't see nothing like we do. We say, oh, I have nothing to offer. What could I offer? In fact, nothing in the hands of God is exactly the opposite of what it is in our hands because for God, nothing is the raw material for everything. Nothing is the raw material for everything. God stood on nothing and spoke to nothing and said, let there be, and from nothing sprang everything. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. It was nothing, but God took that nothing in his hands, and he flung the stars into their places. He spoke to nothing, and the world sprung into existence. He spoke again, and mountains arose, and seas gathered, and all of life began. He speaks and storms calm. Diseases die. Demons flee. God does not need chemo to cure cancer. Somebody say amen. He doesn't need surgery to give a new heart. He's God and he can do anything. He can do anything with nothing. For God, nothing is the raw material for everything. Why is that important to us? Because if you feel you are nothing, that you have nothing to offer, nothing to contribute, you are empty and you are helpless, then you are exactly what God uses to perform a miracle. You are exactly what God is looking for. The closer we are to nothing, the more powerful God is in our lives. The less we can do, the more he can do. I must decrease. He must increase. The smaller we are, the bigger he is. The weaker we are, the stronger he is. It is when we are nothing that he becomes everything. The potential is not in us. It's not in our strength. It's not in our skill. It's not in our talent. All of the potential is in God. Could we lift our hands to him right now and just give him glory? God, you are great and greatly to be praised. As you get involved in working for the Lord, you will find areas that you will love serving in. Areas that you enjoy serving in more than others. And if you're not serving, most likely you're not growing. That's how you can serve the Lord with gladness. Because there's no place of fulfillment like being involved in the kingdom of God. We've got to get into the game. We are not spectators on the sideline. This isn't a professional game where we sit in the stands and a few elite athletes are the participants. No, when we show up on a Thursday, whether you're on the stage or whether you're in the seats, there's something for you to do. Get engaged in worship. Engage in the word of God. Pray. Respond. Do what you can. 
people can receive what they have need of even here tonight. You can make life-altering decisions here tonight. God is calling us down from the stands to the arena floor. Get in the game. Don't let what you can't do stop you from doing what you can. Let's lift our hands and worship God one more time here together tonight. Lord, we love you. We thank you, God, for an opportunity again to be in your house. Thank you for your word. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds. Help us to do it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Jason Lehman wrote his poem, this poem, when he was 14 years of age. He says, it was spring, but it was summer that I wanted. The warm days and the great outdoors. It was summer, but it was fall I wanted. The colorful leaves, the cool, dry air. It was fall, but it was winter I wanted. Beautiful snow and the joy of the holiday season. It was winter, but it was spring I wanted. The warmth of the blossoming of nature. I was a child, but... It was adulthood I wanted, the freedom and respect. I was 20, but it was 30 I wanted to be mature and sophisticated. I was middle-aged, but it was 20 I wanted, the youth and the free spirit. I was retired, but it was middle-aged I wanted, presence of mind without limitations. My life was over, and I never got what I wanted. Listen, Joseph was a youth when he was taken to Egypt. He was just a youth. David was a teenager when he killed Goliath. It was a little Israelite slave girl who witnessed to Naaman's wife that, that there was a God in Israel who could heal his leprosy. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were young when they refused to bow to Nebuchadnezzar's idol. It was a lad who gave his lunch to Jesus when Jesus fed the 5,000, not counting women and children. You are not too young or too old to do something for God. Be a difference maker. Make a difference in someone's life. Elijah thought that God was done with him, finished with him. He'd already done great and mighty miracles. Uh, uh, he asked God to take his life. He, he said, God, uh, uh, and then God led him to, to the mouth of a cave where, where Elijah saw uh, 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 this great earthquake and, and a great wind. And he also saw a fire when he was there in the cave. But then God spoke to Elijah in a still small voice and said I'm not done with you Elijah I'm not finished with you Elijah I still have a work for you to do I have kings that need to be anointed I need you to train Elisha as a prophet in your stead you're not too old to do something for God. You're not too young to do something for God. God is not finished. He's just beginning. Abraham had Isaac at a hundred. And I'm not saying you have to do that. Thank God. But find something. 
find something. If God still has us here, he has something for us. It's an easy way to connect in, in the church. You get connected, belong by working for the Lord together. Join a group, lead a group, join a team. Don't worry about who shook your hand or who didn't shake your hand. Focus on serving the Lord with gladness. We are workers, laborers together with each other and with Christ. Workers together with God when we serve together. When we work together, great connections are made. We're better together. We're better together. Find something to do. Just do it. Do something. Could we stand our feet all across this house right now? Why don't we do this? I, I did it, I think it was this past Sunday. Why don't we move from where we are and just kind of gather up front? We won't hold you very long. We're going we're gonna to go into this chorus and sing it, but just, just, just comfortable time here in, in the presence of the Lord on this Thursday night. Let's just, just move from where you are and come gather. Come and gather and kind of stand. Stand in the front area here. Hallelujah. And let's just talk to the Lord. Let's just talk to the Lord. And, and, and of course, we've, we've, we've committed our hearts and committed our lives to him. We want him to talk to us. We want to get involved in the kingdom and see the work of God accomplished. We know it's not God's will that any perish but all come to repentance. We're not, we're not doing things for our own pleasure. We're doing it for the kingdom of God. And we're serving others and we're serving the Lord with gladness. Could you just lift your hands right now or bow your heads and pray as we, as we sing this and, and allow this song to be a prayer unto the Lord. God, I give, I give you myself all over again. 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 God, I commit my heart. I commit my life. Use us, Lord, for your glory. Use us for your glory, God. Hallelujah. Not to lift us up, God. I must increase. I must decrease. You must increase. I must decrease. You must increase. God, we need you. We need you more in our lives. We need you more in our lives. Use us for your glory, God. Anoint us with a fresh anointing from above. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Feel an anointing of your spirit come upon us right now. A refreshing over our hearts and over our minds, God. Sweep over us afresh, I pray. Renew us, God. Renew us, Lord. Let there be a spirit of refreshing sweep across this house right now. Sweep upon hearts and minds, God, as we commit all over again to you. Oh, we need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Take your time individually and just talk to the Lord. Individually, just talk to the Lord all over this place. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
more time all together. I give myself away. standing near you maybe why don't we join one with another and maybe even a little group if your family's here and just just pray the Lord's strength and blessing and guidance that the Lord would use us the Lord would use us for his glory and bless and strengthen and guide us in the name of the Lord come on pray together right now right now right now touch God touch God touch God yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord you us for your glory God touch our family touch our children God minister and move minister and move Lord yes 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 lay your hand on us God lay your hand on us God lay your hand on us God In the name of Jesus fresh anointing fresh anointing fresh touch of your spirit on our lives Lord In the name of Jesus yes 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 in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Yes, come on, take your time, take your time. Fresh anointing, Lord, fresh anointing, God. Fresh touch of your spirit, God. Rest on us, Lord. Rest on us, God. <laughs> ah. Oh, God. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, yes. Yes, Lord.
nothing without you, God. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing, God. Pour out your spirit in our lives. Pour out your spirit in our services. Draw souls, I pray. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Hallelujah. 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 we lift our hands one more time all over this house. Continue to bless. Continue to keep your hand upon our homes, upon our families, upon our hearts, upon our minds, God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, I love you.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I hope you are glad you came tonight, that the Lord strengthened and touched you, felt his presence in a nice, nice, refreshing way tonight. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Thank you for being in the house. Again, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. or 11 a.m., we'll see you right back here believing, expecting God for great things and to move and to touch and to do whatever it is that he wants to do. Somebody say amen. Amen. Give a few people a high five. Give the Lord one more hand clap before we do so. God bless you. God bless you tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you for being here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.